This Faith and Finance podcast is underwritten in part by Guidestone. Guidestone envisions a world transformed by Christian investing. Through screening, corporate engagement, and impact investing, our investment strategies allow investors to be more proactive with their investment dollars to make a meaningful difference in the world while preparing for their financial future. Learn more at guidestonefunds.com faith. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I am Rob West. Matthew 634 is a good reminder not to worry needlessly about the future. But still, the Bible also tells us to prepare for it. I'll talk with David Spica today about what that means for your investments. Then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is Faith and Finance, biblical wisdom for your financial decisions. Well, we're delighted to have David Spica on the program again. David is the Chief Investment Officer at Guidestone, a financial services firm helping those in ministry as well as the broader Christian population and an underwriter of this program. Uh, David, great to have you back with us. Thank you, Rob. Happy to be here. David, the recent debt ceiling impasse in Washington affected the markets for weeks. Uh, There was a great deal of worry about the future, even though the prospect of a debt default, at least long term, was highly unlikely. Now that the dust is settled on that agreement, uh, what do you see driving the economy right now? The same thing that's been driving the economy for the last year and a half, interest rates and inflation. Inflation is too high. We have core inflation that is as high as it's been since 1990, and the Fed is committed to bringing it down to the 2% level. So they've got uh, the Fed funds rate over 5%, and Chairman Powell has been very clear he's going to keep it there for an extended period of time, maybe as long as two years. So what that leads to is weaker employment and weaker spending. Ultimately, we cannot reduce inflation to a realistic and sustainable level unless we have a recession. And to do that, you have to reduce consumer spending by reducing employment. So those are going to be the key factors in the near future. Yeah, and it sure seems like the Fed is trying to engineer that recession to accomplish that goal. Uh, So then what is the likelihood, David, that markets continue to go higher in the months ahead? Well, we would have told you they weren't going to go higher year to date, and they're up 12%. So take this with a grain of salt. But stocks are very expensive today at 20 times future earnings, and they do not reflect higher interest rates, higher inflation, nor do they reflect the potential for a recession and much lower earnings growth. So we think the market has to come down. We expect stocks to decline by potentially as much as 15 to 18% retesting the lows we saw of last October before they reach a level that's realistic. And ultimately, though, that's good for long-term investors, particularly those who have cash on the sideline and are looking for a better entry point. That's really helpful. Let's talk about fixed income securities. Obviously, they've gotten beat up over the last year or so quite a bit. Now that the Fed seems to have at least paused its interest rate increases, David, how will that affect fixed income securities? We believe that the Fed pause will create much lower interest rate volatility, which is very positive for bonds. Mm. Fed's near its peak. Interest rates should be relatively stable and ultimately will go lower. So we think that bonds are likely to produce the best total return we've seen since 2007. You got very high yields today in short and, and medium duration bonds. So if you own high quality bonds, you're probably pretty well set over the near term. 
Yeah, so that's obviously good news for those counting on the income from bonds that have taken a hit in the recent past. Uh, David, can you talk a little bit about the options at Guidestone, specifically for folks who really are concerned about their savings and looking for peace of mind? Sure. On the equity side, because you never want to try to time the market, I just admitted we didn't call this 12% year to date. Right. Our defensive market strategies fund is a low volatility defensive equity strategy that tends to incur only half of the volatility on the downside of the S&P 500. So that's a great place to have equity exposure. On the bond side, our low and medium duration bond funds, both with yields nearing 5%, really, really play a role today in cushioning your equity volatility and also generating nice total returns. And finally, our impact bond fund, a relatively new fund, which provides for impact investing in areas such as the sanctity of life and spreading of the gospel, is a true core bond portfolio that does have a good place in most investors' portfolios. And David, for all of your strategies, can folks be assured that their values will be reflected in these investments? Absolutely. We provide exclusionary screens in all of our funds. We also provide investor uh, advocacy where we work with companies that aren't meeting what we think are true Christian values and then the impact piece as well. So, yes, all of our funds will adhere to Christian values. That's great. Well, David, uh, really appreciate you stopping by today with an update on the markets and Guidestone. We're grateful for our partnership. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Rob. You can get more information at GuideStoneFunds.com. That's GuideStoneFunds.com. That was David Spica, Chief Investment Officer at GuideStone, an underwriter of this program. Back with your questions just around the corner. Stick around. We're grateful for support from GuideStone, whose diversified suite of investment solutions align with Christian values to create positive change in the world. More information is available at GuideStoneFunds.com. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of GuideStone funds before investing. They're distributed by Foresight Funds Distributors, LLC, which is not an advisory affiliate, a registered investment advisor, nor do they provide investment advice absolutely free. We know you've learned to be suspicious of those words, but really, you can get biblical financial wisdom delivered to your inbox each week absolutely free. Articles, videos, podcasts, and special offers on biblical resources. Nearly 60,000 people receive our free weekly wisdom email, and you can too. Create your free FaithFi account by going to faithfi.com and click sign up to begin receiving weekly wisdom in your inbox. You're listening to Faith and Finance, where we talk about how we handle God's resources. How are you using God's resources? We're talking about it, and the lines are open to take your calls and questions. 800-525-7000 is the number to call. Let's head to Kathy to begin with. Go right ahead. How can we help you? I recently retired from the federal government, and I haven't moved my 401k because I'm really not sure whether I should roll it over or not. Mm-hmm. I do want to have access to my money, but I'm not savvy enough to figure out whether I want someone else manage it or I want to choose how it's managed. Yes. 
Uh, that makes sense, Kathy. Um, you know, my thought would be you've worked your whole life to build up this nest egg. It's probably best to have somebody manage it for you. You know, just like any other area of your life, having that uh, godly wisdom from an advisor who understands your worldview and what God has for you in this next season of life, but also who has significant experience in managing portfolios like this to minimize risk and um, help you accomplish your goals, preserve what you have, but also grow it appropriately in this season of life, I think makes a lot of sense. Now, certainly you can do it yourself if you have the time and the the know-how to do that. In either case, I would probably look at rolling it out of what it's in now, probably a 457 plan if you worked for the government, uh, rolling that over to an IRA, that would not be a taxable event. And the primary benefit is you'd have far more control over it uh, than you do now, whether you choose to manage it yourself or hire somebody to do so, because you're not going to be limited to those investment options inside the retirement plan. You'll be able to choose from really any investment option whatsoever. Um, How much have you accumulated roughly? Right now, with the downturn, it's 300000 Okay. Yeah, so it's a significant sum of money, and that would be a perfectly appropriate amount to hire an advisor, again, if you chose to do so. Uh, talk to me about just your considerations there, and if you were to manage it yourself, how would you go about that? That's the part I'm not sure about. Okay. I would like to have access to it, you know, in case I have some dire emergency, but if I roll it back into or roll it into the 401, I'm not sure how I go about getting this, picking the stocks and all of that. I'm, I'm kind of leery about that. Yeah. And I think for good reason. I mean, I, you know, it's, that's why it makes sense when you get to this season of life inside the 401k, there's some limited options there. And for most folks, they can, you know, choose the right mix of investments inside the 401k. But when you get to this season of life and you're trying to protect what you have, capital preservation, but also to grow it modestly so you could generate an income from it uh, and hopefully allow this to last the rest of your life. I think that's where the skills and expertise of an advisor could really make a huge difference. At the very least, Kathy, I would probably interview two or three advisors just to see if there's one that you feel like is a really good fit. Uh, We've even provided some questions for you that you can use in that interview process. So what I would do as a next step without even rolling it out, because uh, if if you're possibly going to engage an advisor, you would want to wait and roll it out after you hired that person because they would tell you what custodians they work with. Is it Fidelity or do they work with Schwab or do they work with one of the others? They'd let you know that. And then you'd open the IRA with them and then they would help you roll it out and then begin to deploy the investment strategy. So as a next step, I would encourage you to to head to our website, faithfi.com and click on the button that says find a CKA. That stands for Certified Kingdom Advisor. You could do a zip code search in your area. I'd interview two or three. And uh, these are men and women who've met high standards and character and competence. They've been especially trained to bring biblically wise professional financial advice. They've had a pastor reference and a client reference and a statement of faith and code of ethics and a regulatory review. I mean, they've met really high standards and it's the designation we trust for biblically wise professional advice. So again, that's faithfi.com and just click find to see Okay. 
I will do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, Kathy. Hey, God bless you in this next season of life. How exciting as you transition to what God has next for you. Uh, 800-525-7000 is the number to call. Again, that's 800-525-7000. Uh, let's take a quick email. We receive these every day at uh, askrob at faithfi.com. We like to get as many of them on the air as we can, and uh, we'll take another one right now. This one comes from JJ. He says, hi, I listen to your show often. I've heard you say it, but I don't remember uh, the best place to shop around for term life insurance. Um, can you recommend uh, a website for me to research various options? And I absolutely can, JJ. I appreciate that question. Uh, we don't endorse any of these sites, but there are several online uh, quote uh, generators that you could look at to at least compare some companies based on the quotes they might generate. Uh, one is called selectquote.com. Uh, another one is called policygenius.com. I think the other approach to this would be to get an independent agent, a life insurance agent who could help you uh, determine uh, you know, what policy might be the best fit for you in terms of the strength of the company, but also looking at the premiums. And uh, if you don't have a, a life insurance agent that you know, you could contact a certified kingdom advisor in your area and ask for a referral. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, 800-525-7000 is the number to call. We've got a few lines open. We'd love to hear from you today. Let's head to Florida. Hi, Terry. How can I help? Hey there. I'll try to keep this in a nutshell. Um, I'm kind of like a lower income bracket. I was with a company for 28 and a half years that had a 401k. And um, I had to move those funds to another place. But when I moved them, I didn't realize until after the fact that I had to have a certain number, thousands of dollars, in order to be able to have a personal representative communicate with me with proper investing plans. So here this money sits, instead of being a 401k, it's sitting in this IRA, and I'm trying to get it moved back down to Florida because it's an out-of-state, online type of thing. Um, so with those monies in mind, and also, uh, here's a little side note. With the economy the way that it is, with the American dollar, so to speak, I guess is going, losing its value. People are talking about investing in gold and silver, copper, whatever. Um, how does, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, so as a child of God, I want to be able to invest my money properly. So how does one you know, in this lower income bracket, what are some healthy choices that, that I could make if, if this makes sense? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the first part that you mentioned there. So you said you have what was a 401k. It's now an IRA. 
And I guess you're wondering how to invest that. And then the second part is in light of what's going on in our economy and in our country with regard to the U.S. dollar and, and so forth. So uh, let's do this. I've got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll unpack some of that. Terry, I'll give you my thoughts on that in terms of how you should think about in investing that IRA and bringing in some of these other issues that you raised about where we're at as a nation, economically speaking. So uh, you stay on the line. We'll be right back with you. A quick break and then back with much more on faith and finance. We've got some lines open. If you'd like to give us a call today with your questions, 800-525-7000. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. As the leading advocate for the Christian financial industry, Kingdom Advisors serves the public by promoting the integration of a biblical worldview across every aspect of the financial services industry. And we serve a growing network of thousands of Christian financial professionals, equipping and empowering them to carry biblical financial wisdom to their clients, peers, and community. For more information, visit KingdomAdvisors.com. That's KingdomAdvisors.com. We're grateful for support from Eventide Investments on the Faith and Finance Program. Eventide's approach to values-based investing is grounded in the belief that humankind was created in the image of God with intrinsic dignity, value, and worth. Eventide calls this investing that makes the world rejoice. More information is available at eventideinvestments.com. That's eventideinvestments.com. Great to have you with us today on Faith and Finance. I'm Rob West, your host. We're taking your calls and questions. 800-525-7000. Just before the break, we were talking to Terry in Apopka, Florida. Uh, Terry's got a, an old 401k that was transferred to an IRA with an institution out of state. She's got about 40000 in there, which is less than what most advisors would require in order to take uh, active oversight over this uh, these funds. So Terry's wondering, in light of that, how should I think about investing this? And uh, she's just concerned about, uh, you know, where this country might be headed with regard to our economic situation, the decline of the American dollar, and how she should factor that in. And uh, Terry, you know, my thoughts are first as to how to invest this, I think, and I'll maybe answer these together, just in light of the challenges you're raising. I mean, yes, clearly there's some things we need to do differently here in this country. I think we've mismanaged this incredible opportunity we've been given on the world stage to lead in, in an economic fashion. Uh, I think the reason that the U.S. took off like a rocket ship past uh, countries that were hundreds and hundreds of years older um, is because uh, we understood God's design for economics and wealth creation, that uh, we were created as a blessing, not a curse, and that man and woman were created to be workers, uh, to take God's creation and improve it and order it. And when we do that, it results in economic expansion, which is a virtuous cycle uh, uh, that ultimately allows us to give back to the God that created us and calibrate our hearts to his. And when we do that and don't put government in the place of what God uh, was ultimately designed to do and manipulate the system through, you know, printing money and expanding the money supply and suppressing interest rates and all the things that we've done, uh, you know, we will see a flourishing like we've seen in this country because that's the way God designed it. Uh, the challenge is we violated a lot of those principles and a lot of that is coming 
to roost in the form of higher inflation, massive runaway national debt that we're going to have to deal with down the road. Uh, the, the dollar is declining, but um, it's not anywhere close to being replaced as the world's reserve currency. I mean, think about the fact that 60% of the global currency reserves are in dollars. The, US, the euro is in second place with 20%. There's nobody even close to us. And still 90% of foreign transaction trades involve the U.S. dollar. So we're not going anywhere. There's no one on the world stage that has even a chance to replace us at this point in terms of our economy and the role of the U.S. dollar, just given its stability, given the fact we don't manipulate our currency, even though, you know, the Federal Reserve is doing some things that a lot of folks would wish they weren't. Um, you know, I think we're in a good spot here for the time being. Now, could we have a sovereign debt crisis down the road? Sure. I think that's plausible, but I think it is um, way down the road. So I think at this point, the best way to overcome inflation is to have our money invested with a properly diversified stock and bond portfolio with maybe a, a reasonable allocation of the precious metals, 5 to 10%, and then manage your economy, what passes through your hands, according to biblical principles, spending less than you earn, avoiding debt, having some margin, giving generously, setting long-term goals. And when you do that, you put yourself in a position to experience God's best. I don't think we should pull out of the stock market. I don't think we should put our money you know, out of the banks and under the mattress, I think we ought to, you know, continue to keep it right there, backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. And I think this economy will rebound and the market will rebound ahead of even the economy. So in light of all that, what do you do with this 40000 Well, because of the amount that you have, which is not insignificant, but you're right, it's probably below what a typical advisor would need in the way of assets to take it on. You have a couple of options. Option one is uh, you could use a, a service like Sound mindinvesting.org. Um, they would recommend mutual funds to you, and you could transfer that account to any brokerage firm you want, Fidelity or Schwab or any of them. And then they would tell you based on your age and your goals, which high quality mutual funds to put the money into inside the IRA. So soundmindinvesting.org would be a great option. Another option is um, what's called a robo-advisor, where essentially you'd answer a series of questions and the computer algorithm would build a low-cost indexed portfolio that would just capture the broad moves of the market. You'd have allocation to the broad stock market through an index. You'd have an allocation to the bond market through the index. And then every time you add to that IRA, if you're planning to do that, it would automatically reinvest it for you. And the two that I would recommend you looking at there would be either the Schwab Intelligent Portfolios, um, that would be one, and the other is called Betterment. I think either of those could be great options. So I would check out one of those three and see if that uh, doesn't give you what you're looking for. How does that sound, though? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I know there was a lot there, so if we can help you further along the way, don't hesitate to reach out. But uh, you can do this, and uh, I'm confident uh, that you'll be, uh, over time, as long as you take a long-term perspective, you will uh, be headed in the right direction with this money you've been entrusted. We appreciate your call today. Uh, let's see, to Jupiter, Florida. Hi, Diane, go ahead. Hi, I'm doing researching possible life insurance policies to pay off my mortgage uh, for my children at the time of my death. I refinanced it a couple years ago. I have 153000 on it, but I just turned 74 uh, a couple weeks ago. So everyone that's been quoting me prices for a 10-year, 
it of course is going to be pricey because I'm older. So two forty sure. to three hundred a month. Would it be wiser for me to take that money because in a couple of months I'm getting a small inheritance, which I'm going to wipe out all my credit cards? Would it be better to use that money instead of using for insurance company? Use it and put it down on the principal on the house. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, There's not a reason for insurance here. Uh, The reason we have life insurance is to offset a risk, a loss of income or a hardship that would be placed on our loved ones at our death. That's not going to be the case here. Um, You know, if your kids inherit the house and there's still a mortgage on it, they'll sell the house and use the proceeds to pay off the mortgage and then they can split the rest. So you paying an exorbitant amount for life insurance at your age for a death benefit to cover a mortgage that already has some equity in it, there's really not a benefit to do that. I think you take this money and put it towards shoring up your own financial foundation. I completely agree, Diane. Thanks for your call today. God bless you. And that's going to do it for us today. I really appreciate your taking time to listen to this program and to committing the principles we talk about each time to your financial life. You see, God's plan isn't difficult, but it does take discipline, and I hope we can encourage you along the way as you listen to this program. Incidentally, if you've been helped by what you've heard here, would you mind helping us? This broadcast, the FaithFi app, and the other great resources we provide wouldn't be possible without the financial support we receive from listeners like you. If you're not yet one of our financial partners but would like to be, would you visit our website, faithfi.com. That's faithfi.com. And then click the Give button to sign up. We'd certainly be grateful. In the meantime, please set an alarm on your phone and make plans to join us again next time. I'll be here, and I hope you will be too, for the next edition of Faith and Finance. Faith and Finance is provided by FaithFi and listeners like you.